Yeah, the Gord Stellick in. Can we have that uh, that electricity buzz again, Derek? Now, oh, Sammy McKee's uh, wife, Allie, mm. always giving us great feedback on the show. Yep. Said that that sounds like a fart. Really? Yes. That's interesting. She's been hanging out with me a lot, Sam I guess. McKee, more than anything else. <laughs> Let's bring in Gord Stellick now because, Gord, do we need to ditch this sound? Well, first of all, I'm not going to have dinner at Sam McKee's place. Holy <laughs> mackerel. I mean, I'm a little nervous about that. No, no, come on. That That is a signature sound, sound of electricity. Many decades going back. It's like back when call-ins were big. No, electricity sound remains, and uh, the McKees have to figure out some dietary uh, uh, habits or something. <laughs> Or that could be you after you've ordered the uh, the, the the fiesta, uh, <laughs> the Dante's fiesta, <laughs> the Dante's fiesta that you've uh, love ordering after every game you watch. Oh man! Oh, How man. are you, Gord? After two games, are you like our Sammy riding the roller coaster of emotions, or is it right where you thought it would be? Okay, so Sammy and Brent Gunning sat beside me. Uh, if their parents were around, I was going to invoice them for babysitting. It was embarrassing. <laughs> they were giving each other head noogies and oh, like no. wrestling, and yeah, yeah. It He's was, embarrassing the real Kipper and Bourne show. Uh, I, well, I kept it quiet. You know, I just uh, I said he was on with Jeff Blair, so people think you know he's a baseball <laughs> guy or something. So I tried to cover. I tried to cover. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Kippy and, and Justin, I'm thrilled. <laughs> it's it's right where I thought it would be. I, I think we got a series. I thought it would go seven. And uh, I, hey, I love the game one. People that were there was the greatest maybe time in Scotiabank Air Canada Arena history. If you're a Maple Leaf fan, that just was great. And then would the real Tampa Bay Lightning emerge and just a little, you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to happen or not, but I, I, I loved the way the Leafs played in the first period. But man, oh man, it was after the Victor Hedman goal, it was release the hounds. And all of a sudden, the team that won the last two Stanley Cup championships, you saw a lot more of. So they, uh, they they get take the loss there in that game. What do you chalk that one up to? Is it just as simple as being more disciplined for the next game and tidying that up? I guess the PK gives up three. What did you see as the, the major issues? Yeah, Justin, I think, you know, because there were a lot of positives. They're really working the puck well. I mean, the Leafs mm -hmm. were creating chances. So first of all, no surprise, Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, that phenomenal record now, 15 consecutive playoff games that his team and him, when they've lost, have come back, and particularly the save on Lilligren. But he made a few great saves. So that kept it nothing-nothing. And then again, geez, 2.5 seconds left. Like, uh, you know, um, I, I was breaking up Sammy and Brent to go do first intermission with 10 seconds left, so I didn't even see what happened because I thought the period was over you know they'd ice the puck but after that Sheldon Keefe said it three for seven on the power play were the Tampa Bay Lightning the officials they're calling it they're calling it they're in every game there's all kinds they're calling it like the regular season Kerfoot played well but that penalty you 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 wrap your arm around you get a penalty and Wayne Simmons he could add two goals in the first period and you know the the second penalty against Perry I'll I'll I'll, I'll take but again first one the crowd just got the momentum back they cut it to 2-1 and you can't take that penalty I love the way he plays, but you can't take that penalty. And I think, yeah, I think that was singularly the biggest, the biggest, biggest difference maker. Uh, I loved, 
I love the fact the Leafs came back at the end. I liked that the crowd stuck around and appreciated it. So it was a 5-1 game that seemed like it was a 5-4 game in a lot of ways. So I don't know what that'll mean heading into game number three, but I was just glad because we were, uh, Brent and Sammy and Eric kind of saying, oh man, when it's 5-1, is it going to be 6 or 7-1? And Eric Schalgren gives Jack Campbell some relief. So it, it, I, I was glad it wasn't that kind of finish. What do you... Um... What do you attest to uh, the penalties, uh, not handling the moment, uh, losing focus, getting too caught up in this, we've got to go shoulder to shoulder or, you know, the whole kind of somewhat borderline violent theme here because there, there was a certain buildup towards the regular season that really didn't, for me anyways, did I see, you know, the McKay of turning, uh, you know, uh, a situation into a fight late in the season and then turning around. And there is a fine line, Gord, between being that that playoff tough type of team and then maybe overstepping it a little bit and getting away from what your true game is. And for me, it's the speed of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, and, and Kippy, you played that game. You you played that delicate balance, you know, and you did it really well. Like, it, it's, it's you know, you're, there's an expectation. And as you mentioned, I, I mean – like, John Tavares looks slow on this team. <laughs> this team is so fast. Like, it's a certain speed. And we saw Matt Martin couldn't find a niche as a tough guy on this team. And I think a lot of it was because of the team speed. So that's where I'll cut a little bit of slack. But, you know, whether it's Mikheyev taking two penalties in the first game, whether, again, Clifford, we, you know, we love what he did, but the second particular hit getting the major. And then uh, – and. Hey, there's some necessary penalties. There's some chintzy ones, but they're ones you just don't need to take. And that, you know, unfortunately ends up being a. So I think a lot of it, like you say, the speed, the emotion, it, it again, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's a delicate balance. But particularly when you are a role player, you've got to be really careful that the ones aren't necessary, that aren't in the defensive zone, aren't preventing a great scoring chance, are the ones you don't take. And they they've taken far too many of them in both games. Gord, a big part of coaching is identifying what the problems are. And once you do that, then you got to decide how to fix them. I think it's pretty clear Nikita Kucherov on the half wall is a problem. You know, he he got a lot of touches there. He scored a shot, won the net. He made a great pass out front. He's just so deceptive from that spot. And, and really, there's not an obvious answer to him. What do you think the Leafs got to do with this guy in that power play? Is it more pressure or less pressure? Uh, it's just so tough to decide how to play him. Yeah, yeah. Nikita Kucherov on the ice period is a problem, yeah. Justin. But but you're right, particularly like he's he, that niche. And there was one I can remember, like it's funny because you could sort of see that everything worked in game number one. I mean, you know, they kill off a five-minute major, a two-minute minor before that, and, you know, you, nothing. And the, and, the, and the Lightning are getting no, ch- no chances, and you're getting better opportunities shorthanded. So, yeah, when, when they emerged, that, that thing really emerged. And I remember one scene, you could see how they really work – to get that open, open guy. I mean, it's the same thing the Leafs try to do, but Tampa Bay's probably the best at it, you know, even though the Leafs have a great power play. And you can see Camp was kind of saying, whoa, whoa, hey, you know, we got, you got to really be, got to really be aware of where you are and what have you, just about, you know, just uh, luring too many guys over. And, and so, uh, I don't know if about the kind of thing about you could be too aggressive or not, but I think you know when you have a when you have a player that I, I don't mind it. I don't mind being a little bit aggressive because you know they get shorthanded goals. The Leafs have played that kind of style, yeah. and I, I think it's, it's something they'll because they really played well before. But all of a sudden, the second period and 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 the third, you said, okay, wow, that 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 power play that wasn't a problem in game number one is a real problem. And then they had the hard luck that you know I don't you know T.J. Brody without the stick. And Kampf, just uh, instead of getting it out 
passes it to the player without a stick. And, you know, that's, again, part of it. You can say you got to just wire it down the ice. I don't know why there wasn't communication there. It's hard to hear, though. Obviously, he wouldn't have passed it to the guy without the stick if he'd known it. So there was a, there was a little bit little bit of hard luck there. And so I, I, I just think, you know, a lot of it, when you get your chance, get it out, PK-wise. Is that important, passing it to somebody that has a stick? <laughs> well, I played house league. It really wasn't Kipper. Maybe at your level, my level, really didn't matter one way or another. But yeah, I think I think we are we are talking to Gord Stellick, uh, former general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and of course host of Leaf Nation right here on the Fan uh, Five Ninety and Sportsnet. Gord, is it time to make the analytic uh, guys happy at MLSE and and put Jason Spezza back in? I, I I just think that uh, I I'm, I'm not even talking the analytical guys. Uh, he's played. He's one of the guys that's had contributed both the last playoffs when when most players haven't been able to contribute. Uh, there, there's the intangibles he brings, the leadership and all that. And yeah, I, I think you've got to you got to find a spot for Jason Spezza in. And you know the weird part is I thought that fourth line played really well last night. Like Kasha got moved to the fourth line, so Blackwell and Simmons, you know, until the penalties. Like man, they were getting all kinds of chances. So. You know, I, I, there's different options who you take them out. And, and again, it's going to come down. Boy, Matthews and Marner, by the way, two games into it, especially Mitch Marner, no debate. This guy's flying. This guy's kicking ass. Your best, your two best players, there's no question about when will they get going, when will they get scoring. You know, they've been doing it. But as far as if you're going to do some tweaking and tinkering, I'd find a way to get Jason Spezza in. Oh, and what about Justin Hall? He's, uh, you know, now two games out. He'd been scratched at the end of the season. Uh, we have some disagreement on our show about whether this guy needs to get back in. I think it's probably good for him, but, you know, not really anyone obvious to take out there, is there? No, especially the way, you know, like Lilligren's played, you know, like uh, I, uh, that, that's, boy, I saw Rasmus Sandin in the press box last night. He looks good. He's got the, uh, the uh, uh, Zeisberger was calling him Paul Beeston because he wears the no sock looks and he probably looked at him the same way that Tim Stutzel looked <laughs> when he said, did you know who Alex Trebek is who drafted you, right? You know, the uh, reference to somebody 30 years ago. But anyway, you, you, they, they got they got guys like that, you know, in the, the, the depth. But I, I, I still, like, it's really just... You know, what? what is it, 25 minutes that really everything, like from two seconds left in the first period till the second period and, and the early chunk of the, of the third and a lot of it, was on the was on the PK that you know otherwise the they they the defense had been really sound so I'm not looking at any need to take anybody out at this point. Uh, just to turn uh, gears a little bit uh, in in the Boston Carolina, did you see uh, Sveshnikov's hit on Lindholm and? If you did, did it not remind you of a Wendell Clark, Bruce Bell hit? Oh, okay. First of all, it reminded me of Welcome to the NHL, Svechnikov. Remember the Ovi hit on Svechnikov, the first playoff? Yes. Right? Good call, um, yeah. And here he is a few years. Oh, like, like the Bruce Bell hit, the weirdest thing was they say... The goaltender on the blues gave him the clear, the all clear Bruce Bell. To wheel, wheel, wheel. No, wheel. really? And yeah, yeah. Oh. And that goaltender, we're not going to name him. But his last name rhymes with Wamsley. But anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, that, so like Wendell just obliterated him. And they and they start a fight with him, and then Wendell's kind of saying, "Hey, we got to get out of the way here. This guy is just." And Bruce Bell was an all rookie team, and never the same after that. But you you got I I, I got to send you a clip sometime. But there there was a great one of uh, 1986, just uh, the game in Chicago about how rough. How rough? Like I, I, I was there then. I don't. I couldn't believe how vicious and rough and how many fights there were. But I, I, I still. I think you know. Even modern day P 
people like like you, I love the open ice hit. I, I you don't want anyone to get hurt, but the great it's a, it, the, the great body check is you know classic folklore hockey forever. Uh, the open ice hit, and they're going so fast now that you probably get hurt a little bit more often than you did before. But I love it, and you're right, Wendell. Man, it'd be a couple times. It's kind of like when Mitch Marner started. You kind of go, okay, it's going to give me two rushes a game that takes me out of my seat, Mitch Marner. And Wendell would give you a couple of hits a game that you just go, oh crap, holy crap. And he, he's a and he was a normal sized guy, and he just caught guys perfectly. You, you're predicting a, a split here in Tampa. Well, I, I, I've said the Leafs in seven, and I've said the Leafs to win the Stanley Cup. So, you know, Sam and I have both gone pretty big. I mean, Sam's got the prediction in five. Uh, so, uh, I, so I will say the split, and then it gives the Leafs home ice advantage for the best two out of three. But, but here's the challenge. Okay, the, the, this is it. The, the, the Lightning have fired back in a big way. Um, the Leafs did a little bit, a little bit, you know, kind of. The Lightning did fireworks. The Leafs did those little cherry blossoms and whatever you throw. You used to be able to throw around on Firecracker Day at the end to kind of, kind of keep some momentum going. And yeah, here it is. You got the uh, the the uh, the best of the Tampa Bay Lightning again. And you know, we've seen a lot of the best of the Maple Leafs. So what a what a great first two games. And so I'll I'll say a split coming back for Game Five in a series that should go six or seven. Now we've known each other for a long time and worked uh, alongside a long time at the Fan 590 and, and Sports. I don't think I've ever recalled you picking the Leafs to win the Cup. Absolutely. You? Is You're this right. the no, first time I ever? No, no, no. And, and I, I just... I, I, Why? I just have, yeah, well, I just have a feeling about the karma this year, and the biggest obstacle is right here. So I'm going to look like an idiot if they lose in the first round, but that's my only worry because I think if they win... Free at last, free at last. The pressure, the shackles are all gone. And, you know, kind of like that team in 93 that a lot of the heavyweights had got knocked out and, you know, got one game away from the final, just caught, you know, caught lightning in a bottle. Uh, pardon the pun. I think uh, that's that's really. Uh, so so the, the one series I worry about is this one. You know, on their way to the Stanley Cup, which means my prediction will fall flat awfully early. But I decided I like the karma. I like the mojo. I love the environment at Scotiabank Arena. We're coming out of COVID, for goodness sakes. Let's give us something positive. Finally, the weather's turning. There's fans in the building. So I don't know, Kippy. And I, I like the defensive wow. adi- the defensive additions they made. So I'm, I'm not. I am not being. I am not being a homer here. No, I'm really you're not, not. Do, being a homer. No, no, you. Like we know what a homer is. Uh, John Garrett in Vancouver, <laughs> has picked Vancouver to win the Stanley Cup. Like, all 27 years I've known him. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he keeps making fun of Leash Nation. And he's born in Ontario. <laughs> like, he's born in Ontario. Like, the yeah. John, John guy, Gary catching strays for no reason today. Yeah. It was like Stephen, yes. Stephen Harper is prime minister, and he's born in Leaside, and he was in Alberta, right? You know, hey, you got to be true to your roots. For sure. Hey, Gord, it, it was a gas having you on the show. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of, I'll pass on dinner at McKee's. Okay, and keep <laughs> keep that sounder going. Still electricity, it's strong. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't, don't give up on it. Okay, Gord Stellick, everybody. Thanks, Gordo. See you guys. Yeah, it's uh, I've, I've never, and it it's an ongoing thing. Like I'm walking through the office today, and I see Jeff Blair. Yeah, and well, they come off a disappointing loss last night. Mm-hmm. He's like. Yeah, I think they're going to be in the finals. Well, it's I got to be honest. Part of the reason I didn't pick the Leafs to do more in my own predictions is because I don't want to give that perception the fir- of being the homer guy. But like, the I think they're as good a chance as anyone. See that? You, you got to get over that. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay. You do. You just 
it just just say it. Say Here's what you believe. I, I picked Florida. I know. I picked Florida. And, you know, I, Florida, there's reasons to believe that why Florida would be better. They won the president's trophy. But it's hard for me to think that they're, I don't know, like Toronto's got the same chance Florida does. They're, they mirror like each other. Yeah. Do they not mirror each other? Very similar teams. Except if, that I think we give Florida the edge for being a, a more natural when it comes to the physicality of the game. No? Yeah, I, I do. I agree. But, like, you know, there's so many things that go into this. Like, I think... But the goaltending issue. Yeah, but I think Campbell can be, yeah, better than Bob at times. I don't know. I McKayev and Engvall. Pierre Engvall's piping off of people yesterday, tell, you know, being a tough guy. There seems to be a confidence in guys like McKayev and Engvall that haven't used their physicality yeah. in the past. Yeah. They seem to be finding the, the a little bit The only thing more. is, is can you marry the the two together and the edge and and not not go out of your way one way and then forget what got you to the dance here you know who does this uh, well a perfect segue for us brad marchand Mm. brad marchand and boston pasternak is a guy who can play with a little bit of that edge right he can run some people over uh svechnikov oh my god was that the biggest meanest hit did did you see uh like his I'll be honest, stick I, I snapped. It was like the hardest. Like, that's the yeah. hardest hit in the last stick? ten years. Who, I swear. Whose stick? Lindholm. Lindholm's stick just blew up. He stood up with like it the stub up. of his stick, it, it and like his visor like, down. Like, <laughs> I mean, know, I feel for the guy being injured on the play, but it's a clean hit. Out of game three, not playing. Oh no, he's done. Yeah, they knocked him out of the series. We aren't gonna see that guy at awful. least for the rest of this series. And then they lost. Um, Raquel, too, didn't they? Big hit there, too. That, the, the, those are their two pickups. No, no, no. Ra- Raquel was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, black and uh, who am yellow I thinking there. Of? Did somebody else get hit? I don't know, but Raquel was, was one who Oh, got that, that's right. Raquel. He did yeah. get rocked, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but those are the two big hits mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of. That's yeah. right. Massive hit, though. So, yeah, uh, Carolina just taking it to, to Boston. What did you think of Pasternak running uh, anti-Ranta? Totally disguised it as uh, accidental. We're talking lots about oopsies on the yeah, show. It's a lot real of, people. It's, it's a, real. It's, it's a clean oopsie. You'll never uh, be in a situation to say that that was anything but uh, incidental contact. That was not incidental contact. That was the biggest. I'm not a- saying it wasn't. I'm accidentally saying on it, purpose. It, it, number it, one. He, he, it, it got dressed up where it was Plausible completely deniability. exonerated. Yeah. Oh, he got. He was. He pa- put him. That's all. He can say. Whoa. You can say. You can say whatever you want. We have the clip, don't pa- we? Pasternak has been watching number sixty-three fly around for as many years as he's <laughs> yeah. been playing, and he's learned a few tricks. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah, we got a clip from Rod. It's a little longer. I put, I put the part of him talking about the Svechnikov hit, and then okay, the great. follow-up. So it's a great clip. One here. Let's hear Rod Brindamore. Yeah. Well, he's he's a power forward. I mean, that's his game. I mean, he'd be effective. That's kind of how he has to play. And, you know, like you said, you never want to see guys get hurt. I don't like seeing our goalie get taken out either, you know. But one was legal, one's not, if you really want to break it down. Spesh has gone so much better at doing it, you know, within the way you're supposed to do it in the last year, year and a half. Um, You know, I guess that's all I can say about it. Do you think they were deliberately trying to target your goalies with the hit on Ranta and the other two collisions and then the slash on Kachikov? Well, what do you think? Can't get me more obvious. <laughs> Love Rod the Bod. Hey. What a coach. Can't get any more obvious. Like, Pasternak punched him in the face, he says. 
And, and then Marshawn's. Hold on. Can I read what uh, Bruce Cassidy said about yeah. that play? Here's Cassidy on the same play. It's David Pasternak. You think he's going to run? We're on the power play. He's trying to chase down a puck. You think his intention is to, that's why they changed it from a five to a two. His foot caught his pad. He's trying to block the clear and get out of the way. He's make a good lawyer. Yeah, really good. Is that John Cooper or Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Cassidy? <laughs> so it's funny hearing Cassidy defend Pasternak on that play when uh, Brindamore's like, it couldn't be any more clear. And I totally underestimated uh, Carolina Yeah. with Ronta uh, bailing, which... Did you pick them? I'm trying to find your pick. I, I picked Bruins. And no, I picked Bruins too. Bruins, yeah. Oh, no, I did. Yeah. I did, and... They're just, they're fast I forgot, swarming. I forgot this is a team that stuck a Zamboni driver in. <laughs> oh, come on. And won. I know. And that, won. That never happened. So, I know they, they've got this young hotshot goalie that they, they're really high on. Uh, Kocheskov. Kochikov. 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 Kochikov? No. A, a great Co- man Kochetkov. once told me, it doesn't matter. If he plays well enough, long enough, he'll force you to learn it. It's like Colgren. <laughs> hey, we could be. It's on him to make he, us learn it. You get the con Smythe in in a month and a half. Then we'll know his name. Then we'll we'll really know his name. Right? But like, there there there's nothing Boston could do in, in those first two games. That Carolina team has mowed the Bruins, and now the Bruins being down Lindholm, the confidence has got to be shot. Uh, switching up tendies for Are game. They're going, to they're, going to, they're going to Swayman for game three. They're, I don't think he'd even blame Allmark. No, like, no, I mean he didn't. I hate to say it, but I'll say it. The Leafs should have hard, tried harder to tank that game on the Friday. I know the Bolts ended up winning, but ugh. yeah, the oh, Leafs would have run. Can't go to the well. The Leafs would have run over this. The Leafs would have run over this Bruins. This game. is like your, you needed to say that late nest, yeah. ne- You needed <laughs> that one th- next Thursday or Friday if they're down three one. The Leafs can beat the Lightning. I really do believe that. I think the Leafs have been the better team, but why it's gonna. Bring, why are you bringing up? Uh, because it's gonna be a free. It's gonna be a war for seven <laughs> games here, and I think it would have been a much shorter series against the Bruins. And, and that's it. you know, Olmark is not good. Swayman's not good. Their decors, little iffy. We saw what happened the last time they played. I just wish they're playing the Bruins, which is a crazy. You sense may for get me to your say. wish. Nah, you're not gonna get. Nah, your they're, wish. Done. they're done. And this kid uh, in that. Do you see him go after Brad Marchand? Yeah, but then Brad Marchand. Brad just gives him a slash to the elbow on a goalie. Wait, what did that cost him? Five grand? Yeah, five grand. Yeah, that's the best five grand he's yeah. thinking he ever spent. Oh, my I just would have done it because usually people come out of the rafters to fight you if you slash No a one did. No. no. Which is insane. It's Marshawn. You get a free shot on one of the best players. How do you not jump him? I do not know the answer to that question. I would be... Very, that would be the number one topic on our show if we were a Kane show, Real Kipper and Born the Kane show. How did they not murder The response Brad to Rad Marshall was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, anything else in that uh, series you want to touch on? Or I don't think it matters. I think it's pretty close to done. I love that Svechnikov. They can end this thing in, in big. four or five. I mean, you just sit and wait. You know what's sneaky? Get healthy. It was, you know, you look back at the the past playoff runs and Tampa's on this long run. You remember that hard-fought series, Tampa and Florida, uh, last year in the playoffs? Vicious. It was. You know how many games it was? Five. You know, the next round, the, that hard-fought, vicious second round they had? Five games. We remember these tough series? Tampa got out of those game series early. Yes. And they rested for the next opponent that they could fight hard again. When you go long in these series, it's tough. It's a heavy road. So, yeah, you finish early when you can. 
Edmonton and the LA Kings, uh, I said they should go after a, a softer defense core and six goals later, I think it worked out just fine for Edmonton. That's funny, eh? How do you lose the first one? Then should, but the, uh, Jonathan Quick was not great last night. No. There was a couple of the, the Vander Kane poked one into the net from the hash marks. He was good in the first period. Quick was? Yeah, he was a little better, and then yeah. it kind of went downhill, but they needed that. They did. They needed that because I think, wasn't it 0 0 after the first? It, it was kind of heading in the right, you know, it's like, oh, the squeaky bums, and then. Yeah. Uh, how about Wit is going to wear a Mr. T earring <laughs> if the Flames go further than the Oilers? It's <laughs> an incredible bet. I love that bet. There's, there's not a chance Was nasty shaving his head. <laughs> they oh, might. His would do it. For sure. The would. attention? Yeah. No, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. no disrespect. Yeah. I mean, but, he, but he's, he's on national the, TV he's not afraid in, of that. In, in the U.S. I don't think he they're cares. Not, they're not, but will you think they'll care? Probably. Dude, this TNT, they will love that. They, yeah. They'd eat that up if you yeah. do that. Did you catch uh, Talkett uh, bringing the cup over to the basketball uh, set? Uh, you played Shaq? the. I think I heard the audio. Yeah, and so everybody put their Ernie put it over his head. Um, he lifted Shaq, it. Yeah, they I all don't lifted think you're it. Allowed over. To lift no, it. you're not. The keeper I of the cups. Usually, he said you, you strict really rules when he came in here. He's like, don't lift it. Whatever yeah. you do. Charles Barkley didn't. Oh, he's still going to win it he, as a part of an analytics department I, someday, probably. I think, uh, and now I didn't hear the rest of the clip, but I assume it's because he knows basically that only champions do that. And he also picked the Leafs, so he knew out of respect for the Leafs that he shouldn't lift Now, the he's really good friends with John Cooper. Did you know that? No, but I heard you have a, they you, golf, you, got a te- right? you got a text out to him to maybe come on the show, did you? Yeah, we got to hunt down. Charles. <laughs> I taught him how to take a wrist shot, for God's sakes. He owes me. Right? <laughs> On national television, did you not? Yes, I did. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, All but right. he's good friends with John Cooper now. Really? That's he, a wild relationship. He, um, he made that prediction that the Leafs would get out of the first round before he knew they were playing Tampa. I wonder if he would do the same thing. little recant for him? When he, when he comes on, we'll ask him about it. Yeah. Maybe. Um, all right. Where do you guys want to go now? Uh, interested interested in caps, cats tonight. No Tom Wilson. Is that for sure? Yeah. Are you reporting that? Or is no, that, is I that think out it's out there. Is, is it? it? I think it's out there. Man, he... I hope it's, it's out there. Loss. <laughs> <laughs> hope this is, this is hope a of the cats. where he gets information, doesn't want to deal with the tweets, <laughs> and then he just, like, he's never sure if he's breaking news or not. That one could sting. Oh, yeah, no Wilson. That's big. This is a massive game for he Florida. He left early in game one, never returned. Yeah. So I don't think it's a big stretch. Yeah, he's out officially. There you go. Yeah, he's out. But, it, like, what a massive swing here for Florida. Like, they're in Florida. They go down 2 nothing to Washington, head were, back to Washington. They were good. With the doubt. Like, they looked good. Who, Caps? Yes. I agree. In game one. It was not just one of those Florida found a way to lose. They like, got beat. They got beat. Well, listen, they got players. Like, the, Washington, we're giving them a hard time, and I still stand by the fact that there they're are too many holes on that team for them to have any serious success. But, you know, we're talking about your best players being your best players and how Tampa Bay has Vasilevsky and Hedman and Kucherov step up. You know, they get Ovi to play well. Kuznetsov made plays. Backstrom made plays. Oshie made plays. They're deep. They're deep with when your guys best who guys have won. Your best guys, I, they're old. Their best guys are older, but... Eller's good player. Like you think, like that that um, 
the guy that used to play for Shiri's a good player. Like he's flying around out there. Yeah, I love that Carlson Orlov. They're still a good team. I the underestimated key them. For them, no different than I looked at the Boston Bruins. The key for Washington Kuznetsov. Yeah. The key for the Boston Bruins, all those years, Krejci. When those guys are going and they're backing up their number one guy. I don't like where this is trending for the Leafs. No, we've... I'm <laughs> Are you not, making I'm Leafs not, commentary? No, 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 no. I'm not going back to uh, Tavares, although we've... We, I mean, you know how we feel. We just stated it Sportsnet about... Sportsnet tweeted our comments. 30, 30 minutes ago. But that the, those are the real backbone of your lineup. Mm. And Kuznetsov, he was arguably as good as Ovi, who won the Conn Smythe, right? Yeah, the you year, know, I, in 2018. I have, yeah, and he scored one of the biggest the goals in franchi- goal. franchise history, overtime game six against the Pens. I can still see hole. Ovechkin, yeah, yeah. on and that if, one. If Kuznetsov doesn't show up or has, you know, doesn't uh, a string of bad games, so, yeah. They, yeah, it's over. Here's, no, not a chance. Here's the question coming from today that, you know, Witt talked about Boston had to get by the Yankees to get it done, you know, to sort of clear that emotional hurdle. We remember Washington running into Pittsburgh. Washington has to get by Pittsburgh to get to get to where they're trying to go. Ov versus Crosby OV too, versus right? That Crosby. was that was the yeah. issue. Pure, too. It was pure huge. ownership by Sid. Is Tampa Bay that though for Toronto? Like no, Boston it's been is. Boston, right? Boston is. So is there? Do you get the same emotional boost by beating the two-time defending? Champion. I think the window on that maybe have closed a little bit in terms of them slaying the dragon. Like, I don't know if Boston will even be as good as they were this year. Next year, will mm-hmm. they? Like, or do you think we could even see a bit of a regression from them next year? I think this is a bigger dragon slay than beating Boston this year. Yeah. In years past, I think it would have been different, don't you think? But I think Tampa right now, I, I tend to agree with what Witt was saying, what Gordo was saying. If they can find a way by Tampa, beating one of the best teams in the league, and sort of, you know, slang. You know who the biggest dragon is? It's the first goddamn round. That's <laughs> that's the dragon. If they can slay that, point. get by whoever so, it is in round. Without one. getting ahead of ourselves, which we'll get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. How does it break down now? The Leafs beat Tampa Bay. Mm. They will see the winner of Florida, Washington. I think Washington. I think is so. That already locked in. Yeah. Right. Florida's yes. the yeah. Bracket style. Yes. Yeah. You got to get yep. out of the Atlantic. Yeah. Yep. See, to me... You're rooting on with, the Caps. No, if you're, uh, okay, I'm, I'm looking at Carolina going, you know, when you when you think that you've had your biggest challenge maybe beating the Stanley Cup champions, that that they're they're teeing up now to be a very tough out. Carolina? Yes. Oh, yeah. I agree. So here's the thing. I mean, maybe if Freddie skates at some point. This maybe. Capital Series, though, like if Washington can make it hard on Push Florida, them. even if you don't win, just make it hard on Florida. If you're Toronto, you're hoping that series is a knockdown drag out, right? Which is why you kind of want Tom Wilson in the lineup if you're a Leafs fan. Yeah, that's a big loss for them. But hey, I think it's a little bit of house money beating them once down there. If you can yeah. find a way to get him without Tom Wilson down there too, like that'd be a that'd be a pretty big one. But I I I really enjoyed game one of that series. I'm looking forward to game two tonight. So game two is tonight. There's Dallas and Calgary, Nashville, Colorado. Pittsburgh, New York Rangers. All right, let's touch on that one. Okay. Because at the end of the day, Sid cannot play that. I don't know. Louis Domingue if you're the Rangers match. right now and you loved your first period and you hated the rest of the game, 
you're only down one, and you've got Louis Domingue, their third string goalie. Yeah. Like, you can't get by Louis Domingue. Something is seriously wrong with the New York Rangers. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I, I have liked the this Pittsburgh team more than the Rangers. The Rangers weren't a great team prior to the deadline, had some more success after it, but I'm looking at the betting odds for tonight. Pittsburgh's pretty big underdogs, plus 135. That's a per, that's a rather large dog. Plus 135 for the Penguins who won game one mm-hmm. and have Sid and Malkin and Latang and Gensel and Rust and everyone's pretty healthy. Hey, you know what we didn't talk about the other day, which uh, I wanted to chime in on? Do you believe in, like, clutchiness as a skill? Because Barry Kapanen gets an OT, the winner on their OT goal. Remember he scores the OT winner here for Toronto against Washington? Scores the OT winner for Finland. Scored the scored uh, late in game three, had two points to put the Marlies uh, past in a series when I was there. This guy just, like, he gets points in the big moments in overtimes. Do you think that's just, like, luck? No, no, this no, guy? that matters. I don't know. I mean... That matters. Uh, Williams... Yep. Len Anderson, there's some guys historically that are just Clutch. known for that. Jordan, I, Jordan and, Eberle. And I think Cappy's one of those guys. He's yeah. just a... That goal that he scored for Finland. The rap. Yeah. And then the celebration that it's... That was in Finland, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was a wild one. But yeah. They're I, just guys that can just bring their temperature down. Yeah. Right, the, the been in the, enough the, big moments. The heart isn't beating as fast as two guys, you know, down the left of you in the in, in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes they can just slow it down. The bigger the moment, the the slower the processing. Uh, and, and I think too, like for some guys who have trouble getting engaged, sometimes and sometimes that's a captain thing. Like it gets his attention, right? Like locks you, in. You, you get yeah, he gets. More focus, more excited, more potential for glory, and like he likes that a little bit. Mm. You know, I think there's that element too, right? Yeah. Listen, everybody wants to score the OT. Who's everybody screaming? I got it! I got it! I got it! Misters are I, flying in from all over the zone at that I, point, I, guys. I got a triple OT uh, playoff winner in the ECHL. Pretty really? deal over here. Yeah. yeah. Wow, how'd that feel? Good. Good. I did a ninja turtle spin on my back uh, after. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, d- double overtime, <laughs> Stefan Mateau in '94. I think uh, Eddie Olchuk kissed his stick or something. I really? Mean, oh yeah. He didn't Love leave that. the room until Eddie kissed his stick, <laughs> and he comes back with the OT double winner. Mateau, man. So that's awesome. Some guys just yeah, it's their moment. They just they want it. I I, I want to take every advan- every opportunity to watch Sid. I just I love Sid in the playoffs and he elevates his game and you know it, you you just take it for granted how good Sid's been for so long and it's, he's not always going to be around so yeah. it's 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 when he's playing this well you got to take every opportunity. The, I'm gonna be putting this on, is the love your grandma guys yeah, I'm gonna speech. Be, I'm going to be putting a show of channel flicking again tonight. I am going to be putting on a clinic. Nice. Click 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 click. You know what I wanted to ask you huh? before the show, but I didn't. Huh? Uh, was did Gary Bettman go on record saying that they're not? expanding the playoffs and that there's no plans on it i don't know what kind of producer are you well, God, I mean, we could, what kind of a host are you, you could, we could have <laughs> talked to him on a show i can no, look at I, I can search google I, I think that's yeah i think he went on record in, in saying that and i just wanted to get your thoughts on thank does god that, does that and we're coming off a pandemic where the revenues have just been hit like crazy know, for the players. They're never putting ads on the jerseys or the helmets. Does that or... kind of surprise you? I, I'm okay with it. I, I like it, actually. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
that that, that it happened. I, I like it because it's just makes 82 games so meaningful. Here's his quote. The reason that this is as good as it is is because the regular season and playoffs are meaningful. Having our uh, half our teams eligible, I think, is the right balance. I think it creates great competition throughout the regular season. It makes uh, the games the most meaningful, and there is nothing like our playoff tournament. The Stanley Cup is the hardest to win, and there's nothing like any sport in our fr- – oh, there's nothing like – there. okay. Words. And there's nothing in any sport like our first round, which is true. See, I played – I think my, when I broke in the league, there might have been just uh, 21 teams in. 21 teams in the league? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm old. I'm not that old. But it was still 16. Yeah. Well, that's the argument has been made that the percentage of teams in the playoffs is getting worse and worse, where more owners are like, hey, Gary, I paid a half a bajillion dollars for this team. Give me, Can a, you give gate. me a couple of gates here. Throw me a couple. So I, I get the interest to, to have a couple more teams. Included. But the gap between the 16... And the 16 now? Substantial. Very substantial. You know what I've noticed this playoff series, and maybe I'm wrong on this and some statistics nerd out there can do this, but games don't seem as close. We have one overtime game. We got a lot of blowouts, 6-2, 5-2, right? I mean, does it not seem like we the first round is usually OT City? uh, How many teams in the first round have played with their third string goalie? Goaltending this year has been weird. I might have something to do with it. Yeah. It's just been a little bit more, you know, decisive games. I still think that Toronto-Tampa Bay have a great overtime match in their near future. Go ahead and clip that. For- Let, let's let's hope my heart makes it through that. <laughs> I hate overtime playoff Aww. hockey. Hate it. When, hey, love it when the Leafs are involved. Hate right it. now the Leafs are still the favorites in the series. The betting favorites minus 111. Uh, to win this series, even though they're underdogs next game because it's in Tampa Bay. So I'd like the Leafs' chances in overtime in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, uh, it would almost well, feel Tampa, like every sure. yeah, every just everything to gain, nothing to lose, yeah. kind of free for all, and that's when the the Matthews, the Martyrs, like the Nylanders could score. I like the Leafs more in overtime when it's not three on three. I don't trust them for a second because their their goal scores think offense the whole way. Put out Labushkin. I don't care. Play D, someone. We can't have, yeah, we can't, we don't have a shot of John Tavares skating full speed back with like a three on one the no, other way. We don't need a full rink chase. Yeah. <laughs> all right, four games on tap as we give the Leafs and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning a night off uh, to travel. Pitt in New York. Who do you like? Quickly, boys. I would. I'd actually one, hit one. that. I'd actually hit that plus one thirty-five and plus bet on Pitt. One thirty-five sounds pretty good. Okay. Washington doesn't go up two nothing against Florida, do they? No. no. I think. I think not without Tom Wilson. Yeah, Cats no. win like six two tonight. Right. Okay. Um, eight days uh, for Daryl Sutter for Colorado to beat Nashville. We'll Connor Ingram and Net. Good luck, kid. Calgary, yeah. Dallas. Do we get more than a goal tonight? <laughs> yeah, and I, Calgary gets five of them. Nice. All right. Our thanks to Ryan Whitney, Spent and Chicklets, Gord, Stelectricity, host of Leaf Nation. Always a pleasure to have him on the show. Enjoy your night, everybody. And we're right back tomorrow to tee up game three in Tampa Bay.